The views, informations, or opinions expressed during the filming of this podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not represent any church affiliation of hosts, Ray Nong Kent. I want to welcome you to the Not Safe for Church podcast where we serve the saints and the ain'ts. I am your host, Ray Nong Kent. I want you to like, comment, and subscribe. I need you to do it right now. But right now, I'm going to welcome my co-host. We got Phil Turner in the building. Come on, we got Zoe in the building. We got Jesse McCullough in the building, and we got Brandon Bright. Come on in the building. We're all here right now. I literally gave up my spot tonight because I just knew this podcast was going to be great. All right, but the first thing I want to talk about right now is I'm doing a 1K May challenge. I want to get to 1,000 subscribers on YouTube. So this is what I need you to do. Send this to your mama, your auntie, your cousin, your brother, uh, your baby daddy, your ex, the one, your sneaky link. Send this to anybody and let them know they need to subscribe. And I want to tell them if your sneaky link subscribe, I won't even know who it is. I just need to get to 1,000 subscriptions, okay? So I need your help. 1K May, okay? 1K May. All right, we got to start this episode off with an altar call. It's so weird. I can see my paper right now. So every week I'm normally reading, but you can just see it today. All right. Um, we are going to start this episode with an altar call. Some may be asking, what is an altar call? An altar call is what we call out some of our brothers and sisters who may be in need of prayer. And um, today I was asking some women uh, before I started this podcast uh, what we should talk about. And... Uh, they kind of gave me some topics. So All right. It, it's not a setup. <laughs> it's a, uh, it's, it's a bless up. That's cool. This oh. motherfucker finna be short. <laughs> <laughs> no, you need to keep it real tonight. All right. The first thing they want me to talk about is relationships and social media. What are the boundaries on IG? If you see a baddie on IG, what is, what's the boundaries? If you like the picture, what does that mean? They want to know. They ask, they said, Brother Raynaud, will you ask the other brothers how they feeling? It's quiet. And I know some of y'all be liking the pictures because I see y'all name Listen, pop up on the bottom. Look, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> I'm, I'm liking the picture. And if I could like it twice, I'm going to like it twice. But that's me. That don't fit everybody else. <laughs> it's just the image. Chances are I have no access to this person in my life. They're on the other side of the world nine times out of ten. You post a beautiful photo, I'm going to like it. Well, and I'm not mad What's attached oh. to the photo? You said what's attached it, to the photo? It's no, I mean, like, for you, there's nothing attached to yeah. it, so it don't matter. Yeah. Renaud, you I mean, the question. I don't need to answer the question. It's not for me. I'm not like, I'm not liking shit. <laughs> I'm gonna keep it real. I'm, 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 de I'm dead in the middle between both of them because I'm like, yeah, I'm not gonna like this one, but the next one around, nah, it's a hard I'm pass. gonna go ahead. Okay, but when you're liking it, so there's no, like, you're not liking it because you want something. You're just liking it because you're just admiring the gift that got. The gift. I'm passing on it. <laughs> no, I'm gonna look though. You gonna look? I'm not gonna like it. Keep swiping. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think. Liking a photo is anything that needs to be hidden. Um, I feel like if the shoe was on the other foot and a photo got liked or, you know, whatever, it Are should we, be okay. I mean, it's really just social media. Come on now. But Are we talking about, like, one of your friends or, like, random That's on. the thing. Okay, a random woman. Thing. A random woman that looks good. Nope. But you realize you. that kind of, I mean, they can go so many different ways because I think a lot of that stuff pops up depending on what you're looking at True. to begin with. True. So yeah. I'm not seeing a lot of that on my feed. That's just if it's a friend. Oh, because you got the perfect feed, Phil. I didn't say perfect, <laughs> but that ain't on it. You you work out, so I know they be having the big booties. I mean, you got the you, the fitness girls are next level. They on there all day long, yeah. but I'm like numb to that. Exactly. Yeah, because you're in it every day. Do, yeah, that doesn't exactly. do nothing yeah. for me. Right. And if it's a friend, it's okay to like. 
But if it's oh, I don't know. I, no, 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 no. I wouldn't be trusting some of these friends. I'll pass friend. on a friend too. Depends, oh, no, by shy. No, if it's if what you're in is. my will in my circle, yeah, and and you're constantly popping up, I'm gonna like it. But yeah. some random that pops up, not yeah. touching it. Yeah, that's nope. smart. My wife's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Let's keep it real. I mean, I think you got to think about, you know, kind of like in your situation, like, what am I going to answer to when the question comes up? It's not worth it. The why? consequences heavily outweigh me liking that photo. I mean, so it's, it's different. For me, why is that even a question, right? So, like, if you're secure and you're comfortable in who you are and in your relationship, I don't think that liking a photo should even be an issue. Like, at that point now, we're talking about a whole nother conversation. We're talking about I some control. We're talking about insecurities. We're talking about a whole bunch of different things. If you guys are comfortable in your relationship, you should be able to like a photo. On the flip, if she turns around and likes a photo, here's my thing. Dude takes his shirt off, abs all over the place, whatever, whatever, and you find out your old lady liked the photo. Dad, dad bods matter, too. Dad bods are in, I bro. mean, because I take my shirt off and people be like, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah, these roles be going, but ain't nobody wow. ever complained. I buy shy. It's, it's apples and oranges. See, I, I women agree. With... Are, women aren't the same. They yeah. don't. They don't think. They don't operate. They like. No, I know. Some... You know what I mean? If I if that's... she likes something, I'm not. She's not gonna get me riled up. But it's not the same. She's coming for the jugular. See, I agree with those say though, because like in my relationship, it don't matter. I'm not checking for you, and my wife not checking for me. But it's something deeper than that. If we're if we're checking, mm-hmm. like to me, that's a, that's an accountability thing. I understand what you're saying because women do. They program differently. Yes. But at the end of the day, I'm like, that's still an accountability. Like, what's the foundation of why you feel an attachment to me liking somebody's picture or want to check it or anything of that nature? Which is another podcast. Yeah. But also, I, I think I think that, that... Straight up. Part two. We're, we're only 10 minutes in. We're already having a part two. I think that person's following has a lot to do with it also, right? So if you're liking someone's photo and they, have, they only get 100 likes, I think it's recognizable. But if you're yes. liking someone's photo and they get 200,000 likes... Yes. Nobody even knows. Facts. They have no well, idea. No, that they do like know it. because people like me click the button and I look at all the names who like this. There's a deeper problem. There. That's the issue. No, That's but I'm just doing it because I'm nosy. Why are you doing it? Why? Because I just want to see who else liked the picture. But it always, so you know it, it, But here's the thing. When it's 200,000 likes, your name's the one that's you literally, the first one. <laughs> the person so you, know. you know what I mean? Like, stay away from it. Listen all right. <laughs> We're moving on. All right. <laughs> I've heard the saying that all men cheat. Black do you guys agree? No, that's a lie. Black men don't and cheat. Why do, I'm standing on it. And why do men cheat if, if, if people do cheat? I'm with Phil. You don't think men cheat? Black men don't cheat. Black? Okay. <clears throat> I've been in church my whole life. I've seen so many... People in church, especially I grew up in black church, and no shade. And I know some of y'all white men cheating too, but um, I please, they cheat, they cheat. Jesse said, not over here. They cheat. They will be buying their wife and their girlfriend the same necklace for Christmas. I've been in a. Let me shut up. I don't Damn, want. That's something. That's <laughs> crazy. Man. And this that's is in crazy. church. Hey, fucking Tony Soprano. <laughs> I got a, a Gumar over here. Like, <laughs> and this is in church. This is. I'm. I'm. It's sad. Look, hopefully, what I say don't sound. I, sometimes I. Go a little too far off. Oh, it's something. no, it, it be no, it's not safe for church. <clears throat> but in Dubai, they got this, this, <laughs> big, <laughs> they, got this <laughs> they got this big ass fish tank that got predators and and prey and all this other stuff in there. Yeah. And they asked the people, "How do you keep the sharks from eating the prey?" Yeah, and they said, "We keep them fed." Yeah, they fed all the time, so yeah. they're not worried about the prey that's swimming around. So, 
our animal instinct, I believe, is as long as we fed and we not bored, we probably not even looking for nothing else. False. No, I'm not saying I'm not I'm not giving it a hundred percent. I'm not saying on yes. off black, yeah. white, gray, but like I I know I know some people that it don't matter. They could be fully fed and be like, I need seconds, thirds, fourths, fifths. Yeah. But what my main thing is, I think for the most part, just men need stimulation. We need that's why we usually dying sooner. We wanna ride motorcycles, we wanna do all this crazy shit. <clears throat> and I feel like animal instinct like i said we hunters naturally so if food is on the table we don't need to go and hunt and yeah. I, that's, i'm just trying to summarize it, it in, a, in, in a way yeah. 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 not saying that's what everybody here I, well it's, is, it's a broad question yeah. i mean it I, is. people really cheat for who knows a, t- a ton of reasons yeah i always reasons. think it's opportunity most times i think it's opportunity or you may not be getting something where you like what he was saying like but yeah, I think but sometimes I, it comes down to again. I, I use the you know being comfortable, right? So if you're comfortable in your own skin as a man, I could walk into a room full of women and, and not be offended, not be worried about it at all. But I don't. I mean, I have my time in my life. Right? That's what I'm saying. Experience, you experience, you got a testimony. So you got a testimony you want to tell? Listen, I, I have my time, my time in my life, right? So we'll talk about it at the altar. Yeah, on yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? So for me, I think that uh, guys that are insecure. And who they are a lot of times feel like they need a bunch of different women to feel comfortable. Um, they're not satisfied with themselves. Yeah, it's a front. So they, they're looking for it in other places. It's a front. Or it's, it's a mindset. I'll flip it. Yeah. I personally, and I can, you know. Yeah. I have never cheated. Yeah. But I have been cheated on. And I know the feeling. Yeah. So I'm leaving before I'm cheating. Yeah. Trust and believe that. And it's a deal breaker for me. Like that's a non-negotiable. Yeah. I, I if I'm unhappy, it say in my marriage. Yeah. That's a conversation. That's a different conversation. Yeah. It's but if we're fed and everything's good and we're all on the same page, then but I'll never cheat. Do you I'll think, leave before I cheat. Do you think age plays a part in 100%, that? 100%. Right. So I don't think I'm, age. I just think, I mean, maturity. Yeah, maturity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, you like like a, like a teenager, right? You do stupid shit when you're a teenager, yeah. right? When I was well, I definitely co- wouldn't have said what I said yeah, ten yeah. years ago. Yeah, when right. I when I was in college, I was doing I was doing stupid shit, and then one day you get to a point where you're like, "This, I'm I'm tired." And that's <clears throat> that's why I said it's a mindset because I was the same way. Like <clears throat> this conversation ten years ago, eleven years ago. I mean, I was balling out. I mean, yeah. And the perspective, I wasn't sitting back like, "Oh, I'm selfish," or yeah. you know, I'm insecure in myself, so I'm looking forward to other women. But now, yeah. in hindsight, right, I can understand that because of the mindset, the perspective, the maturity. Looking yeah. back on it, like. Okay, yeah. and now I understand why I was doing whatever maturity. I was missing, it, what I was looking. It's for. all maturity, and you know you, you leave you leave a lot of a uh, lot of wreckage behind for when sure. you do those those sorts of things. And uh, well, some more than others, some more than others, you know. But it, it you know, it, it, what you trying what you, what you try to say? What you, wow, what you trying to say? I was young once. I was in college. Like, like what, do, what do you want? What do you want me to do? Lay it like, out there. Listen, I'm, I'm. It's not safe for church. It's not safe for church. I'm, I'm 17, 18 years old. You know what I mean? I know I left some damage. Yeah, yeah, broken, yeah, I mean, tore up yeah, in I mean, therapy. Yeah, they husbands dealing yeah. with it, Lord. But you know, I, but look, I, Jesus. Oh my Lord. Jesus. but I give. I, it it sounds. I give Touch like the, the, women, the sports Lord. culture some of the credit oh, for that for sure. as well. Yeah. Because within a locker room, you're expected to be a certain person, right? 
And sometimes you fall for that. Yeah, yeah. If you're the on a team, you got, you know, depending on what you play basketball, you got 12 guys in there. You might have one guy, maybe two guys that are faking like, oh, man, I'm out here getting it done. But the rest of them are like, no, I got to live up to this reputation. Right. Yep. They like I need to see you with a different girl every time you're here, there and everywhere. And I think I kind of fell for for a little while until, you know, I got a little got a little older and had to figure it out. I mean, let me ask you a question. Sorry, Ronaldo. Oh, no, Jesse, talk. Go ahead. This Justin Chow. When you played professionally, were there ever times you went in your room and someone was already in there? I, I mean, I played internationally. I'll tell you. Um, Which is even. International. We got an international <laughs> basketball no. star on the Not Safe for Church podcast. No, I could, I could tell you, like, you know. Because I've heard stories. No, NBA, <laughs> NBA Summer League, stuff like that. I mean, it's you fishing in a bathtub, right? Like, it, it's, it's that simple. Um, internationally, I, I was just at a different place. I was a parent at that time, right? So I didn't have the energy and I didn't have the time and I didn't want to risk losing my job and different right. things like that. So yeah. it was different. I actually probably was the most boring international player that there ever was because if I wasn't practicing, I was asleep. They're trying to get me to go out and see the city. No, I'm good. Right. So. But there are stories out there. Like no, they're, they're, they're definitely Dolphin stories. You open the door. And- no, they're, they're definitely stories. Married, like the, not married. They're definitely. <laughs> listen, when we we, uh, we go a little bit not safer, we can. Uh, we can have story time. All right. Well, guys, I have to do this ad. And if you want to do an ad on this podcast, you just need to email the Not Safer Church podcast at gmail.com. All right. Let me do this ad. Bell Solar and Electrical System, women owned and operated, been in business for 15 years, best of Las Vegas for two years in a row in both solar and electrical categories, A plus with the Better Business Bureau, founding partners with the Henderson Silver Knights. The CRO was on episode eight. Make sure you check it out. Her husband is here today. And, uh, the CEO was awarded Forbes 30 under 30. They are all about giving back. They've given over $100,000 in non to nonprofits. Check out Bell Solar and Electrical Systems today and make sure you tell them I sent you. Okay, say Raynaud sent you. I like, you know, give me some credit, okay? Praise the Lord. All right, our topic today is what makes a man a man? As I've gotten older, I've realized being a man looks different on everyone. We all have different backgrounds, standards, values, etc. However, we are all men. Today, we will journey together on what makes a man a man. Well, guys, we are in the topic of the day. And uh, I want to open up this discussion uh, asking the question, what is one key characteristic that you think makes a man a man or makes you the man that you are? It's two different questions. Yeah. Okay. It's a loaded, it's a loaded question. Yeah. This is a tough it's one. It's two parts. Okay. Well, give me the what two. What makes me the man that I am? Yeah. Uh, today, where I'm at in my life, probably the vulnerability that I get to show. Yeah. Uh, because of my past, because of the record, because of me not knowing how to live my life. Yeah. In not so many words. I, I have to be transparent and vulnerable with other men in my life to show me and direct me and 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 help me become the man that I want to be. Yeah. I think to piggyback off that, it's like self-awareness. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, that was huge for me, like understanding myself, what my, you know, self, men, like mental checks, um, being vulnerable, opening up to people, looking at my community, knowing that I don't have all the answers and not to have that pride to stand on it. Like, yeah. I'm going to just figure it out. Yeah. But to really, you know, lean on the people around me and, you know, I feel like your integrity, knowing your rights and your wrongs mm-hmm. kind of all comes back to, to the self-awareness part. 
that word, integrity. That's hard. I fucking hate that word. (laughs) (laughs) Well, people throw it around like it's, It's you know what I mean? Like somebody that, a person of integrity is never going to, it's, it's not an action. Like it's an action word. It's it's who you are. It's who you are. I see integrity in you. You don't yeah. tell me that you're a man of integrity. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's like humble. Right? I'm humble. I'm humble. No, you're not. Yeah. No. No, 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 no. But yeah, it's like humility too. Like exactly. that's a good one. It's, it's like a good one. Understanding your rights, your wrongs, what you're good, what you're bad at, your purpose, standing on something. Yeah. As all that. Yeah, all of it. Says so many all that. It's a list. I mean the flip side of that question is um, like respect right yeah. right mm-hmm. yeah the respect is key yeah. to to just it that that generalizes it yeah right it, you know that respect is key to wh- what who said it um let me look <laughs> are you talking about aretha franklin ray lewis said it yeah the power of respect is to never disrespect mm-hmm. yeah right. Right. So if I have both of those, like if I can respect my and, and it go respect myself, respect you, respect. Yeah. You know what I mean? Then I'll never disrespect. I think yeah. that's key for any man. Well, I think we learn like what we heard a lot growing up is like respect is earned. I, I think that's fault. Like respect is given. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you're saying, you, First. you give respect and you get respect. But on the flip, even with that, I think that th- that means being a quality human being, not yeah. just being a man. Right. Right. That's respect should be given on both sides. So that's I get what you're saying. that's just how I move we went to um, what counseling and the counselor said you know what I think you are misunderstood by a lot of people because you move off of respect if you don't get it Mm -hmm. then you don't even you don't even exactly pay nothing no mind and then you get labeled as oh he don't like me he got negativity he this is not no i just and see i'm okay with accepting anything that come with that because i'm gonna stand on being exactly. respected yeah, just... because i'm a respectable like i give that respect to people yeah it, it, i mean the that's good but it's not up to me for like i can't control the uncontrollable absolutely i, I know all i can control is how i <clears throat> react to somebody not showing me respect and and that was one of the things i wanted to say about the whole what makes a man a man too is Self-control. Um, that's a yeah, one, that's good. Yeah, being able to be in control of your thoughts, emotions, actions. I actually pray for that to be something I can do, yeah. be in control of myself. And one of the books I had listened to, because I don't read, but one of the books I listened to said, um, what was it? Um, reaction, being in control. It, what was the word? I just realized you said one of the books I listened to because I don't read. <laughs> yeah, I had to throw it in there real quick. I had to throw it in there real quick. I didn't read nothing. Um, but it was just, it was literally about, it was saying a react, like, I forgot what it was, but it was saying you are in control of how you act. Even if if, if you come and say something so crazy to me and I do something crazy, it's you didn't you. make me do that. Yeah, it's on you. Absolutely. Yeah. That's and, an internal and, thing. Yeah, and I'm big on, like I said, if somebody don't respect me, then I'm trying to get up in your ass, but now I'm looking crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to make that off. choice. Yeah, so that's one of my... Like Which is where you set the boundaries, like what I'm going to accept versus what I don't. I can't change you. But I can change what I deal with. Exactly. I don't mind being disrespected. <laughs> you wanna And I'm gonna say no, hold on, y'all. Y'all y'all so dumb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean like keep, keep it PG, okay? Oh my lord, what are you talking Good about? Lord. I'm a Christian man. 
I'm uh, saying I don't because if you disrespect <laughs> me, God is gonna get you. I don't have to, you know. True. what I mean, because I, people always, you know. I think growing up, I've never been like a manly man. But guess what? I pay all my bills. Mm-hmm. Like if I have to, if I have to work and get a job, I will work. Like, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna be a man. I'm gonna take responsible for my, take responsibility for me, like my actions. And like if I'm wrong, I will apologize. But like I think a lot of times because like I may not give off like who 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 who. Like, I don't get respect, but you could disrespect me because that, that no, was the word. That was the word I was looking for: responsibility, your ability to respond. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, Come like on, accountability. I mean, being a man to me, it doesn't have anything to do with your physical attributes. Exactly. Yeah. At all. Exactly. Also, I'm not cool with that disrespect thing. Um, and I think I've talked to you about it before. Yeah. I know you say the Lord gonna get him. <laughs> nah, I'm gonna get you. That's, you I'm, got that Will Smith, don't you? <laughs> play, you play with Jesus. Don't play with me. Yeah, I'm just <laughs> try Jesus. Don't try. I, nah, but you got you got to understand. Like I'm I, again. I'm gonna treat people with respect, right? I'm gonna be able to read a room. I understand people's boundaries. I would like that in return. Um yeah. And at a minimum, I'm at least gonna check you. And I've said this before because if I let it go the first time and I have enough self control not to do anything about it, and you do it the second time and I trip, it's my issue at that point. Absolutely. So I got to check it at the front door just so we understand that this is not what I'm going to tolerate. This is not what I'm going to do. <clears throat> um, so, yeah, I'm not. I think my problem is, is knowing what <clears throat> checking somebody is. Cause... No, nah, it's, it's simple, man. I done been in plenty of situations um, where I just ask somebody, like, hey, you know, you having a good day? When I, If I ask you if you having a good day, that's like, you know, if it's something going you're, on. You're off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You got some, you got, yeah, yeah. I do the same thing. I yeah. ask if you are. Right. Yeah, yeah. Everything all right? Yeah, everything all right. You <laughs> oh, have, see, that, that's what yeah. I'm saying. I don't got I'm that. I'm like, so you've asked me that. Have yeah. you asked me that before? <laughs> no, 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 no. I, some reason I'm, Definitely not you. I'm growing into that. My thing is like, you all right? <laughs> yeah. But it's a whole, I, it's yeah. on my sleeve. <laughs> it's I'm like a, what you said, Brandon. Like, I pray for wisdom all the time. And to me, that's part of my wisdom because where I grew up, how I grew up, and back in the day, like, I'm ready I'm ready for action. Yeah. Like, that's my first response, even now. That's my yeah. first response. I get disrespected, I'm like, man. Yeah. I'll tear I got, yeah, I, I, <laughs> like, yeah, I, I, But I have to have that control over myself to, like, take myself back and hold myself accountable, accountable to what I can control. You know, what am I up against? And, you know, how significant is this t- to my direction and what I'm, I got going on? Like, I got to stop and think about it. Yeah. And to me, that's what keeps me, you know. I, I that respectful, you know, I can check you respectfully. Yeah, if you politely, you no, know, I'm just, yeah. I'm, I'm standing where I'm standing. Yeah. And I'm, I'm gonna stand. You on politely it. ask somebody something like that, they'll even be like, "Damn, like maybe I was tripping." <laughs> yeah, right? Like, and I think a lot of times because I'm a big guy in stature, people think that I'm going to be different. One, I understand that I'm capable of making some shit happen if I need to, so I'm gonna be ultra respectful. I don't want to walk in a room and try to be intimidating to people, right? I don't want to do that, and it's crazy because a lot of times, like if I've ever had issues. If they're going to pick somebody, they're going to pick the biggest motherfucker in the room. Every time. Dang, Every time. Or the quietest. I can't fight. I, get, I catch that too often. I'm just like, that, damn. I ain't said that one word. and I'm catching but some But you're the, the, the quietest person in the room is usually the mm-hmm. most lethal. Yeah. Well, so, the, so that's, that, but that's, that's my defense. That's a fact. That's, yeah. that's, that's my sister. So how you guys question somebody, I just get quiet. I'm just like, you know Me what? Too. I don't even need to do nothing else because But my, just, my thing is two is you can disrespect me all you want right and i have to flip my perspective i have to look at it because i've done so much internal work on myself over yeah. the last five years yeah they must be having a shitty day yeah yeah i try to i try to do that it, it takes a that. lot of fucking work yeah. is what it takes and everybody's <clears throat> saying the same thing you know as men of god we, i'm not like you said i'm not walking into a room i know what my presence is walking mm-hmm. into a room i'm i'm trying you know, to turn it down 
Yeah, and I'm to be honest, I'm gonna be a light walking in the room, but mm-hmm. I'm gonna give that off for people to give that back. Like I'm not gonna be rude, disrespectful to you because I'm ask I'm really asking you silently to give back what I'm giving to you. Mm-hmm. So to me, it's like when people give disrespect, I instantly, especially where I'm at now, I'm like, because of self-awareness, self-evaluation, yeah. I'm like, that has nothing to do with none, zero. And it doesn't hurt me watching you just spill it out. Mm-hmm. It, I know it just doesn't have anything to do with me. So I can't, I can't entertain that. And speaking on that, you said man of God. Okay, I want to ask you guys this. How do you define a man of God? Because you guys, I don't know if you guys all would, I mean, I don't want to put anything on anybody. But, like, would you guys all say you guys are all men of God? Yes, absolutely. And one so way or another. How would you, you guys will all define that differently. Can you explain that? Because I see, I know all of you guys. I mean, the only person, me and Brandon, we haven't really hung out, but we're going to hang out. But um, I feel like you guys are all totally different. But, like, I see the light of God in all of you. What do you see in all of us that, that's similar? I would say the thing I see in you guys, you guys are all, I don't know, I think I would go back to that respect piece. I think that, to me, how I identify a Christian is somebody who, even if they don't maybe understand everything you got going on or maybe not understand you completely, but they give you that respect and they give you that love. And so for me, like when I see all of you guys from day one, I've never felt like like you guys have just always been like, cool. Like, And so to me, that's what I see God in you when I see you, how you treat people. Yeah, it's like non-judgmental. Yeah. It's love. Yeah. It's, it's absolutely love. It's, you know, I think the light. It's, it's a light that comes with love. Um, and it's, it's interesting to hear your perspective because me walking in the room tonight, that's what it was. Mm. I mean, it was just, it's like we've known each other for a long time. Facts. You know what I mean? And I think that's 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 what you feel. You know, you feel the presence in the room. You know, you, you feel the Lord's presence in the room. Yeah, Energy. So I yeah. think that's real. Yeah. I should apologize ahead of time for, I, I'm I'm cussing over here. My pastor's going to listen. For real. Oh, no, time I'm out, like, time, time out. <laughs> I done been to church with you. I don't think your pastor going to trip very We're much. We're good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I yeah. prefaced it yeah. two days yeah, ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're good. You're good. Don't judge yeah. me. Yeah, you're good. A man of God? I, yeah. How would, what would how would you say? What is that? Is that a person who goes to church every week? Like, is what no. is it like? No. Mm-mm. I think love. Yeah. Yeah. It's the ultimate denominator. Knowing God's The common word, denominator. Studying God's word and really trying to live according to your your integrity mm. according to God's word. Um, I think that looks different on everybody in yeah. different situations. Like you said, everybody here is different. We perceive things differently, but it's a foundation that you see in everybody in this room, uh, which is respectable and commendable. You know what I mean? And everybody's story is different in the sense on how they got there. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Which exactly. is key, right? My yeah. my story is different than Lorenzo's. Yeah. We say in government names. <laughs> I mean... That's my name. <laughs> I didn't know. I don't, I should have put Lorenzo on the thing then. No, you could have put Zoe. That's cool. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> but in the end, it's all the same, right? Yeah. I just want to be a decent human being. How did I How did I become that? For me, it was only by God's grace Absolutely. that I'm even breathing. Absolutely. Yeah. So I give all the glory to him. Yeah. And I think everybody's, although everybody's story is different, mm-hmm. I think that's what we have in common. Because, I mean, I say it all the time with, with anybody I meet. You know, if God can save me, he can save anybody. 100%. And Jesus. if he can turn my life around, he can turn anybody's life around. Because it wasn't none but the glory to God of why I'm here because I shouldn't have been here. Fact. Especially not with my own decisions and me trying to take my whole life in my hand. It, it, I shouldn't be sitting here right now. So it gives you a testimony. But, you know, you look at yourself. You look at yourself. You've analyzed and you deep dive into yourself constantly. 
which makes it easier to deal with the world that we live in. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, we kind of touched on it last time, but it's like, you know, accepting the armor of God every day when you, when you wake up yeah. and knowing what you're up against and preparing yourself, you know, with your, with your daily bread to, to stand up and, and keep it pushing. Yeah. Growing up, I didn't like, you know, I'm, you know, at church or whatever. I'm more like of like a, uh, the way I connect with God is probably more, uh, dramatic. Some might say, or more, uh, really into it. And uh, how do you guys, how would you guys say, like, you connect, like, with God? Like, what is, like, or just how do you center yourself? Like, what's, how do you do it? Like, what's, what does it look like? <clears throat> to be honest, I don't even, I'm probably the least religious person here is what I'm assuming. I'm also, like I said, I do, I definitely believe <laughs> I'm probably not really religious. People think I am. So I mean, to be honest, I, I, look, I don't, I don't talk too much about what I really don't know too much about. Yeah, I don't like to do that. But I do believe in a higher power, energy, a God, and and, and just positivity. To be honest, but yeah, <clears throat> um, I'm an introvert, so a lot of my stuff is internal. Everything yeah. I feel like I'm doing is like just some sort of energy or something. I, yeah. It's not really that much outwards. It's all inwards, which is, I mean, it's, it's as good as it is bad. Um, so my thing is trying to be more outward yeah. and less inward because I just, I rely on myself for everything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I guess I just feel like I don't need to, I, I ain't gonna say I don't need to go to church or anything or hear yeah. anybody tell me anything. I just feel what I feel. Yeah. And, you have your own relationship. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, and it used to make me like my grandma used to drag me to my mom used to drag me to church and yeah. that's all I remember is being drugged to church and being like ah uh, I yeah. don't like church because I got drugged there yeah I don't know if that's immaturity or what but <clears throat> I'll go to church yeah I'll listen to the to the word and everything um I I mean to be honest I just like to me like I said it's the energy everything I do is based on the energy my my wife's mom said. I have a really high intuition. And she yeah. said when people have high intuitions, they kind of don't, if they don't recognize it, yeah. they, they think something's wrong with them. And it took a while. Well, it took her telling me that, that your intuition is just is, is really high and you absorb she people's did. energy. Yep. So when somebody comes in the room and they off, yep. you off now. Yep. And so that's why I kind of just, I, I'm a, I analyze, I sit back and just be quiet and see what's up. Yeah. And it seems like you have, you know, your own relationship, which is what I you're supposed to have, you know, your examples growing up, that is, that's religion, mm-hmm. um, which has nothing to do with, you know, being in the word and, and understanding and having your own personal relationship with God. So, cause my relationship don't look like my parents' relationship with God. I'm, I'm happy. I love the Lord. But... I, I never went to par- to church one time with my parents ever one time. Never. My mom has always talked about God. Um, I think it was my grandmother, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Um, she was there religiously. Yeah. Um, I say it all the time that I think that I live a decent life because I'm prayed up because of her. The prayers passed um, down. Yeah. And I think the little bit that I do know about the Bible and things like that, I, I got it from her and it stuck with me. Um, so I think for me, God brings me a little bit closer to her, right? She passed away in 2008. So I almost feel like when I'm talking to God, I'm talking to her in a way, essentially, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I kind of share the same thing. I mean, we went to church a little bit growing up, but 
my grandmother was the foundation. Um, and she, she always fed into me that way growing up yeah. at all times. I mean, grandma didn't, she didn't yield on that at yeah. all. She was always on it and she, you know, she kept it real with me. And then I came back to that as I grew, as I grew up. Um, and my grandmother passed away too, and it was like I lost a best friend because mm-hmm. I knew she was she was she she was my word in a sense because I knew where she was at, you know. But it taught me a lot, and it really taught me how to understand the Christian community and my my other you know men and women of Christ, and and you know how to relate and yeah. build relationships and community that way because that's what she gave me, and that's what I want to be able to give other people. You are the church, absolutely. Yeah. And that's, that's kind of like, I feel like my, both my, my nana and my grandma, they're totally different women. My nana's like super like Pentecostal, you know, she gonna wear stockings, you know, all that. And then like my grandma was like super, not hood, but like my grandma lived across the country from a project for 20 years with a social worker for 30 years. And like, I feel like both of them, they showed me Christianity differently. Absolutely. Like, yeah, my nana was super religious. And uh, I mean, and it worked for her and she loves it. I mean, like she literally saved herself for 17 years and then got married to a man like she believed when nobody else was believing, got married at old age. Like she's seen God work in her life and how it, it worked for her. And then my grandma on the other end, she's just as real as it gets. We'll cuss you out. But if oh, you say you need $100 right now to bail you out of jail, she'll bail you out. Like, so I think <laughs> for me, like I saw two different type of Christians and I think like I'm probably like in the middle of both of them. Like I'm. A little religious, but I'm a little wild, too. I mean, mine, growing up, we were Easter, Christmas, church, not too much. Um, my own experience is what got me closer to, to God. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, when you almost lose your, lose your life and yeah. things happen and certain circumstances happen and you have that and there's no denying it. So you snatch you up. It's no, there's no denying the fact and the presence of God in Absolutely. my life today. Amen. And yeah. with that being said, what makes me a godly man yeah. is that I'm obligated by the word to share that testimony of the power Absolutely. of God. That's good. And you know so, your testimony can save somebody else. It, 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 if it's just one. Yeah. Right? That's why we do what we do. Yeah. And That's I look what, at it like in business a lot. Sometimes, you know, walking into business, I look at, a perspective of money or clients coming in the door, but I've experienced businesses that I didn't necessarily think were successful, but in hindsight, looking back, I'm like, man, how many people came to Christ or, you know, the the testimonies I hear from them. And I'm like, man, that wasn't my purpose or his purpose. And you know, what, what does that look like? And I think it changes your perspective. And it's like you said, when you, when, when you know openly, like by the grace of God, Mm -hmm. How do you deny that? There's no denying that after that. And it is my duty to give my testimony to somebody because, yeah. like you said, it could be one person, one person. that needs to hear that. And I, I'm, I'm going I'm to give it to them. Yeah. Well, guys, we are wrapping up this episode, but I can't wrap up this show without 1-800-ASK-A-SAINT. And the question is, hey, saints and ain'ts, I've been watching your podcast since episode one, and I love it. My question to you and the guys is I think I have a sexual addiction. I constantly want to and desire to sleep around, and when I don't sleep around, I masturbate. Is this an addiction, and how do you all view sex? (laughs) Mighty God. (laughs) Whoa. I'll need it quick because this is for real. That's a question for us? Yeah, yeah. Oh, all please answer first. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. So we know which direction we're going with it. I, you guys could take it. 
Yeah, I do. Th- I do think that that is some sort of a, a sexual addiction. Yeah. First of all, that they're saying. Um, I've never battled with that, so it would be tough for me to give advice yeah. on something that I know nothing about. Um, and I was going to say something silly because <laughs> when they ask how do I view sex, I was going to say with my own two eyes. What you talking <laughs> about? <laughs> You're a fool. <laughs> Good Lord. I'll pray for you. What do you want me to do? Like, what am I supposed to say? Welcome to the Not Safer Church. I it's definitely an addiction. Yeah, yeah for sure. Exactly. Not, yeah. No question. Yeah. And sex should be sacred. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, sex I, wasn't meant to be a bad thing. It's just. No, it's. it's it, we have to. Yeah. But it should be, you know, I. it's. Uh, it's a special connection with somebody that you truly desire and care about and love. And, you know, it, it's, I was never one to sleep around. I just wanted to sleep with the hottest one. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like that was my story. Like I want to find the baddest one in the room. And that was, and, but I can honestly say to this day that any woman that I've ever been with, I could have, I could have seen myself with. Yeah. I wasn't using and abusing and you know what I mean? Like, that's not my story. Like, hey, so look, if you ain't getting no work back in the day, just say it, dog. You know what I'm saying? Like, just say it, dog. Like, I mean, go. Be, care- be careful. You want to go there? Uh, be careful. We, I want to go there. Let's talk about it. It's, it's, let's talk about it. It's the Not Safe for Church podcast. Talk about it. What are we talking about? <laughs> you tell me. Yeah, no, no, I, I, I will say that Will, will Smith, uh, he says something I'm about. Something. Um, he said that. Nothing is more like rattling to your soul and spirit spirit than uh, overstimulation. Yep. Um, and I think that this person in particular needs to figure out how to deal with that. Is it the sex or is it something else? And I think they need yeah. to dig a little bit deeper mm-hmm. um, to try to sort that out. Because, <clears throat> uh, again, it, it from what I hear or, you know, read, um, it might not be very safe either. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because if you're addicted to it, I'm not sure if you're always doing it the most. There's meetings. The most well, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think, you know, what comes to mind is like what comes after this, because yeah. this is what they're already doing. Eventually, this is not going to be enough. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, what's next? And, I, you know, like Zoe said, there's a root to all this. There's a reason why they're in this predicament and why they feel this way and where this is coming from. And I think that's a good place to start. Like yeah. go backwards, yeah. That's to figure out how to move I, forward. I I don't know too much about addiction. The only thing I was I would say I was addicted to at one point was black and mild, and I was like, well, I don't even like you. <laughs> <laughs> like for real, that's about as far as it go. I I never really was Be addicted careful. to anything. Yeah. So so anyways, even while I was smoking, I'm like, what? Like why am I smoking these these yeah. these cigars? They I don't like them. They made me feel whatever. <clears throat> and then you kind of realize it's just like a I do this to pass time or. I got too much time. Like that, like you say, there's something. Yeah, there's something underneath it. There's something yeah, it's, underneath it's trying it. To fill, to fill a void, right? Exactly. You can only patch the tire up so many times, right, before you got to figure it out and go get it, Absolutely. get a new tire. Um, so you have to figure out what the underlying issue is. And that right there is the, the most difficult part of life for all of us, I think. Addiction is, adi- addiction, is addiction. Yeah. Right? So I've been sober five years. Right. Congratulations. Congrats. Come on. Congrats. Yes, That's sir. Good. It's the, but the, the reason I say that is because the sooner I realized that drugs and alcohol weren't my problem, they were my solution. Absolutely. Then I had a chance. Yep. The, the, I'm the problem. 
I was the problem, the, yeah. the, the trauma and, and the underlying issues that, that I had. To, that was my coping mechanism. Mm-hmm. Alcohol and drugs were how I coped with the problem, and that problem was me. The pro- This is their solution. Sex yeah. is their solution. Yep. It's not their heroin. It's not their meth. It's not their alcohol. It's exactly. Sex is their solution, so they need to dig a little bit deeper, in my opinion. Yeah, and I just, yeah, what you guys were saying earlier, I feel, I can even think about in my own life. I think that there was a season in my life where, uh, I ran to sex when like I had certain insecurities or, and I mean, like it made me feel better. It made me feel like I was the man. Like I made me, it made me feel good. And I think that, uh, when you don't like deal with your stuff, you will run to something. Mm -hmm. And so like, we all have something like, I know, like you just have to know, like when those, I think as you get older and like the more you start to like, I don't know, I go to counseling. Like I know there are certain, when I'm going through certain seasons, I am more likely to do certain things. I'm more likely maybe to text that person. I'm more likely to maybe drink more than I need to. I'm more likely maybe to, you know, they're just things like, so I have to be aware and like on the defense, knowing that like I'm going through this something right now and I need to make sure that I am being aware of what I'm going through. So I don't make a bad decision. Self-awareness yeah. is huge. Yeah, And I think that that's huge. key because, I don't have, I don't feel like I have an addictive personality like that, but I feel like you're always one step away yeah. if you're not self-aware. Like, you're right on the brink of it. You're one you bad decision yeah, away. Yeah, absolutely. And the self-awareness like, is just the first, you got to have that self-control after that. Yeah. You can yeah, be aware it, all day and still just still I act mean, on it. But to play devil's advocate, you know what I mean? Like, the self-awareness and all that stuff is great to know, but, like, there's an imaginary line that we crossed that we didn't even know fucking existed. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Yeah. It's like a drink. I yep. love Corona, but I know if I, that Corona leads to the dope house quick yep. for me. Right? But there was that line yep. and no one told me the line was there. So I, I can be as aware as I want to be, but it's invisible. Yeah. But with that, with that being said, I mean, with this particular type of addiction, I mean, look at social media, right? Yeah. We're in such an overly sexualized, you know, society now. So, this person might need to take a break from social media. You gotta right? set boundaries. That's yeah. what you like the Corona instance. You set boundaries. Yeah, yeah. And you gotta have that boundary because yeah. you gotta pay attention to what you, you're looking at. You gotta go back to it's the root. You gotta figure out what's going on. It's so an you, inside job. Yeah. So you stop. You know you can't. I can't have Corona because I know where it's going. hundred percent. Yeah. But I mean the alcoholic. You can't go into a, a convenience store. Right. So you can't. It, no. Not but it, 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 you're saying the the sex addict can't go on social media. But an alcoholic can't. It's the same thing. A disease, the disease of addiction, is the disease of addiction. Yeah. It doesn't matter the the substance. Yeah, you'll pass it to. It doesn't matter. Else. You, it's an inside job. You got to get down and dirty and get vulnerable. Yeah. that's what makes a man a man, in my opinion. Yeah. you got to get vulnerable and transparent with yourself and another human being. Absolutely, yeah. you need accountability. Hundred percent. Yeah. Or you're gonna fail every time. Yeah, because you know my it's, counselor would call me out it. on my stuff. You know, she's like, Renaud, now you know you wasn't supposed to be." Yeah, what did they tell you most recently? <laughs> I am not. What she told me most recently, she told me that I need to be, I don't want to tell my business. Go ahead. We, yeah. Yeah. Right. Safe was, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, she just told me that I need to be, she told me that I don't need to be dating. Um, she said, because I don't, I don't have my life together. <laughs> <laughs> she said, you quit a job that you work so hard for. She said, I got to get my life together before I start thinking about dating. But she didn't say I couldn't hang out. And I'm going to Atlanta really soon. So when I'm there. 
Y'all can call me. I'll so be in Atlanta. We all didn't at skip the his boundaries, yeah. so we don't hold him accountable. <laughs> but maybe that. by the end of the month, I might. <laughs> no, 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 no. By the end of the month, I might be ready to date again. She, she didn't say how long. See, she didn't give me a time. What does that look like? I don't know, but I'm gonna give you the word <laughs> of the day. <laughs> this was a blessing from God that was poorly delivered by man. Sometimes in life, things will happen to you, and you'll be like, "What the heck just happened to me?" And it is a gift from God, poorly delivered by man. I have had some gifts in my life. That was poorly delivered by man, but now that I look at it, I look back and I'm like, oh, it was for my good. So I don't know what gift has been poorly delivered by man to you, but just know that it is a gift from God. And even if you feel like it's not a gift, my Bible tells me in Romans 8 and 28 that all things work together for the good. So it may be bad right now, but God has the ability to make it work for your good. I want to thank my sponsors, my co-hosts, and I want to remind everybody to like, comment, and subscribe. I want to thank Tori Lau for sponsoring this episode, Claiborne Loops for this great music, and I want to thank you for watching this episode. Make sure you like, you comment, subscribe. And remember, I'm trying to get 1k may so i need you to help me out and uh follow us on instagram at nsfc podcast until the next time jesus is for everybody